Test, test. Welcome back to Landline Podcast. I am your host, Alex McKay. Tonight we have part two of my fireside chat with my brother-in-law, John, the constitutionalist enigma. Fair warning, fair amount of F-bombs. This was recorded late into the evening by the roaring fire of ponderosa pine, dug fir, lodgepole. I can't really remember what wood I got. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I do recommend you listen to part one, which was released on Tuesday. All our new episodes are released on Tuesday. If you have a hard time remembering that, remember you can always see you next Tuesday or see us next Tuesday on Landline. Quick story about firewood. You know, young men or middle-aged men, as I'm becoming, never listen to their father. They have too much ego. But when my dad was here in November, I got the firewood for the year delivered from somebody living on the outskirts of town, uh, Encinita, what's it called? Somewhere near where Tanya Harding grew up, Clackamas County. And uh, the guy delivered half a cord, and, you know, whoever knows what a cord is, and then you... Google it, and it's like 8 by 12 by 12. Well, no one in the modern world knows what the measurement of a foot is anymore, let alone 8 by 12 by 12. But after we'd unloaded it, my dad said, looks like you've got enough here for two seasons. And I had planned to actually get a second load the next day to complete the full cord, and I had already spent 80 bucks. And I really have no money to spend on these kinds of things. In fact, I have a negative net worth of at least $100,000 based on my graduate student loans. But <clears throat> that's not the point. The point is I decided against my you know best intuition to not order a second half of a quarter wood. The guy didn't come back. And I've been waiting to sort of email my father to say, we burned through all that wood and it's only January 15th. But here we are, March 1st. Happy Mustache March, and I haven't even burned half of it. So it just goes to show you that it's not your dad who doesn't start enough fires, and that's the reason he knows you're not going to burn all the wood. It's your dad who has been exactly like you were for 30 years, who had the plan to have a fire every evening of his winter life, and in fact decided to watch TV instead. So there you go. Uh, before we get to the second half of the interview, just remember, please call the landline 503-894-8480. Leave a message. Stay engaged. Follow us on Yelp, landlinepodcast.yelp.com, and uh, email us. We do have an email, landlinepodcast at gmail. Other than that, you're going to have to find us in the ether. So here it is, the second half of a late-night interview released under cover of darkness on this rainy Thursday night. Enjoy some comedic and foul-mouthed humor from my brother-in-law, John, and myself. Landline. Wow. Alex, what's that phone number one more time? It's 503-894-8480. Call anytime, leave a message, or I'll answer. We'll schedule you as a guest. Leave your comments, commentary. Check me out on Yelp. Landline Podcast is on Yelp. It's our only social media. Uh, We still have (laughs) only done the um, Korean cart at the beer garden, but more to come. Uh, I'll say one thing real quick. Yeah, sure. So thankful you didn't do a pop-up winter Olympic uh, situation this year. I know you had great success with the World Cup a few years ago. Yeah. 
so thankful. I know you never mentioned that you had wanted to do this, but I'm really thankful you didn't do a pop-up Winter Olympics. I would have lost so much money. Yeah, that would have been bad. Nobody no, was interested this year. No. No one was in the Olympics. Yeah, it wasn't that and great. I think I've sort of lost interest in trying to teach. You know, that was something Teaching I, I what? I'm sorry. Do. What was it? No, I mean, I used to, I guess that's what this podcast is. It's in a, a way for me to teach my anger out into the world. Like, I'm angry at the universe for not watching the Olympics. I don't understand how people can't get excited about a bunch of amateur 20-year-old athletes mm-hmm. pouring their heart and soul into something they've been working on incessantly for eight to ten years to try to beat the other best competition in the world in some, like, foreign crazy place that's been completely constructed for this one event and yet they're like you know packing the seats for like the wild card game in baltimore you know i don't get it but i don't know i unless they're listening to landline unless you tell a friend unless you spread this podcast i don't know how they're going to hear that point of view i think it's pathetic though and you know no one reads the newspaper anymore so are people expected to learn that lesson from somebody on facebook no because they only listen to the other people on facebook who say exactly the same thing as them. They do have algorithms to drive your point of view towards you and reinforce your ideas. I know that. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much public knowledge, I guess. So, John, last winter, you, you're you a two-time award winner in this house. Oh, you, thank well, I mean, you. actually a three-time award winner. Around five years ago, you won a, be- a medal for the uh, homebrew, some sort yes. of home. What, what, what was that? <laughs> it was a winter ale, actually. It Nice. Appropriate for this time of year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a winter ale home brew competition. It was held out at Barley Browns, which I fully respect. Some of the best brewers in Oregon. Their IPAs and their pale ales are amazing. They do some uh, different stuff too. Uh, but yeah, for some reason, they had a winter uh, brew. Winter ale is like clove and spice. Be careful. Don't actually ever put cloves into your beer okay because you can find a uh, a yeast strain that'll uh, mimic the flavors without mm. being overly cloved it's very easy and i've done this before i first time i brewed when i was like orange peel cloves like maybe a few more cloves ginger all this stuff <clears throat> man don't put cloves in your beer use a proper yeast to bring out the winter, I'm sure you can buy one from Y East up here in in Oregon. There, yeah, we'll get, we'll send yeah. them there. We'll send yeah. them the link. <laughs> yeah, go to Y East, and that's actually the name of Mount Hood that the locals used before it was called Mount Hood. Yeah, the, y the East Native Americans. I don't know if they were really native. W I'm a Native American. I mean, Y-E-S-T. I was born here. Yeah, yeah, I am too. Yeah. So. Okay, so you won that beer event. Well, yes. what did that beer taste like? Do you remember? Uh, too clovey. <laughs> really? It was too clovey. Yeah, but I somehow I won that. Got like five pounds of uh, really nice hops it, for a home. You wore your medal around. I did the day we got it. We skied out to Todd Lake, and I took that medal and I sent them a picture. And they were like, F you, dude. It wasn't that good, but it was the best that we had. And then last winter, you won the Sidewalk Award. Um, yeah, that was you. You, you shoveled the safe sidewalks in Ben in a, in a big winter. Yeah, safe sidewalk award um, for uh, the Deschutes County. It was interesting. I uh, didn't have much money work last year. So yeah, I money work. Yeah. worked on my karma work instead. And uh, in the neighborhood I live in, there's a bunch I've of, had a lot of money work this month. But, you know, next month it could be a whole different yeah. story. Oh, man. I'm busy now. I don't even know what to do. Yeah. It's ridiculous. This is last work. year. Fucking five feet of snow. On the this is karma work right here. Yeah. So I did my karma work and. Uh, Somebody nominated me for the Safe Sidewalk Award. Well, for come Dishes on, like County. get animated about it. You yeah. got like dumping snow. So Bend yeah. is a town where you live at the foot of a mountain range, similar to like Colorado towns. You don't live up in the mountain. It's not like New Hampshire. You get dumped on usually. You got dry in town, maybe a little snow, and then you got snow up on the mountain, which is five thousand to eight thousand feet higher than yeah. in town no you're totally right not the same thing last year right so last year the winter i've lived in bend for 15 years now and uh, last year was the only year of that 
magnitude of snow. It was ridiculous. I mean, you know where our, like our deck is at? Maybe nine, eight feet out in the yard. That was covered in snow. It just got ridiculous with snow drifts, like you're saying. It was um, pretty nuts. So yeah, it's hard to survey when there's uh, five or eight feet of snow on the ground, whatever where you were. And uh, so I got my snow plow out, and I just plowed the sidewalks for my neighbors, the old people, and the infirmed. And uh, man, somebody nominated me for the Safe Sidewalk Award. I was the only person in Bend. 90,000 people. I got the Safe Sidewalk Award from the county. All right. Well, I don't want to get you on a gotcha question when you're okay. bragging about your Sidewalk Award. Yeah. But what have I done this year? In the previous <laughs> 18 months, you also le uh, levied some sort of legal action against the marijuana store in your neighborhood. Right. I did do that. And you claimed yeah. that they you didn't want them to exist. You looked yeah. for some sort of archaic rule uh, yeah. in the city record around why they couldn't. You found that yeah. they were too close to a school. Except That's a that gotcha they question. Weren't. Well, for and ingress, the, for matters of ingress and egress. These people were um, within a thousand feet of the school. Being a land surveyor, I'm, that's what I do. I measure distances from points, and uh, yeah, and still today, the sidewalk where everybody walks in the sidewalk to go in the store, the place of business, um, is uh, within a thousand feet. It's nine hundred ninety-eight feet. People say, "Oh, well, it's nine hundred ninety-eight feet. Might as well be a thousand. Dude, they're a thousand and two to the front door, so f them. You know what I'm saying? This Fuck is like guys. this is like an insane irony for those of you who are just tuning out. And I'm fully like, in a legalized checking your phone <laughs> right now. Like we've got the enigma, the constitutionalist enigma with us here today. Somebody who loves weed, grows it, sells it. Don't sell. I don't sell it. No, I mean, yeah, let's. Yeah. OK, yeah. excuse I give me. It away. I, 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 I yeah. change the record. Yeah, I let I the record reflect you don't sell it. Yeah. Let the record also <laughs> reflect that you've been on every side of weed at every time. Of course. In, in previous moments of your life. Of course. There's yeah. a weed clinic. He's a land surveyor. Also, he's completely pro weed and he tries to take down the weed clinic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can't even tell it well enough. I don't you know, did. man. It's just Maybe, like, do you think people understand irony? Do you think I need well, to explain that? Like, I'm, did they pick up on all that? I'm the well, psychology of human beings yeah. listening. Do they get how all the different angles, you know, you've got an AR 15 yeah. in your third floor. I've talked about buds and guns. And then you've got a weed <laughs> store that you're suing. It's all, but yeah. you love weed. Okay. Anyways, but so the thing about the weed did you, store, did you, yeah, did you clear their sidewalk? No, in fact, I went to Evelyn's right next door yesterday, or uh, yeah, yesterday we got like eight inches of snow, and I went and did Evelyn's whole parking lot, right up to the edge. That girl next door, she's out there with a the shovel at the weed shop. I can't go on. I can't do their sidewalk. I've been sworn off their property. Mm. The and owner of that... the land, <laughs> the owner of the land, swore me off their property. I'm not allowed on it, dude. So how did that yeah. hat go down? Like, did he serve you with papers? How did, a cop came by and told me. Holy shit. The LBJ and I, when he was about two years old, maybe a year and a half, we'd been shooting archery out in the woods. It was really good. And I was like, going home. I got home. I'd already talked to the guy once or twice and then sued him, like you said, you know, about the whole thing. And, uh, Man, I got home and somebody had spit all over my house. My wife's like, hey, man, somebody from that uh, weed shop like spit all over our house or jizzed or something. It was weird. So I went down there. I had my bow in my hand. Oh, no. So I went down there and I was like full camo because I'd been out shooting wood, you know, hunting or whatever. And uh, dude's like, hey. I was like, hey, man, you spit on my house? It's like, maybe. I don't know, man. Maybe somebody did that. And uh, next thing I know, I was like, dude, don't do it again. Walk back to my house, grab my bow out of the yard. Dude called me back over. I had my bow in the hand. And uh, his buddy pulled a chainsaw out, jumped down from the pickup truck. I took my shirt off. What? <laughs> I was all like, yeah, dude, I was like, man, you want to fight me? I'm going to leave this little skin. So you guy. had your bow in your hand just because? Cause you I was like, getting out of the back of the truck. You know, I was like literally walking my house and I was like, hey, guy, what, hey, what do you mean you took your shirt off? <laughs> what were you going to do with your shirt off? <laughs> Man, I'm going to tell you what, like when you get a chainsaw coming after you, take your shirt off because I'll just grab it and pull you towards it. You know what I mean? 
Like, so it was a functional decision. Yeah. <laughs> the funny you weren't thing, like, I'm fucking nuts. No. Like, I, I am was, skinny uh, fat, <laughs> and I am 39, and I'm going to fuck you up. That's what I told him, dude. But I was also no man, this is not the first time Tony's pulled a chainsaw on me, because I've actually had that done to me before. I learned it the first time. Jesus. Take the shirt you off. You're such a hick. It wasn't like that at all. Yeah, no, it was. You were wearing camo and had a bow in your arms, and he had a chainsaw and had a truck, and you guys were all hicks. And you were, and you were in, you were in the parking lot of a weed store. I'm just it's saying, the biggest, man. I mean, like, it's like if somebody had a Dale Earnhardt cap, you know? Oh, dude, I was in full camo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what like, was your son doing? What was your two-year-old son doing? He's like drinking beer in the car. <laughs> No, but my wife came out and saw the whole thing. She was like, this is not okay. Dude, it's not the first time. You remember that 4th of July thing? Bam! Smack that guy out. I think I was on mushrooms. I don't remember. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you had the sidewalk So anyway, that's the whole thing. Yeah, so I did not. uh, You didn't. So you just just avoid their thing. I mean, there's got to be a detail I'm not allowed to be there because of that Who will get back together faster, North Korea and the U.S. or you and that weird child? Oh, it'll definitely be a bunch of smoked out fucking Korean peninsula (laughs) before I get up that dude. Fuck that guy, man. Fuck him. You know what uh, I mean? Now, just from a Kim Jong Un can suck it too. We met. We mentioned Schadenfreude in our pre-production meeting, right? That's and, something I never and, really get into myself. Okay, I don't so I'm all it. about it. I yeah. love it. So I, I don't I think like you it. Can, could, is there any Schadenfreude available with that weed shop in terms of? There's a glut of supply no. in Oregon. Prices suck. They put a lot of money Man, into like, I know making guys, the place happen. Like, yeah. is he, does he have a viable business? That is a. Great question. I'd say he's uh, paying eight grand a month for that spot. I know about that, like eight grand a month. That's a lot. If you're selling weed, that's a lot. I mean, if you're selling anything, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a big You better be Brother John's, you know, like eight grand a day or, you know, every two or three days. Like, you can't do that. Fuck that guy, man. So, eight grand a month, even if that's half of, let's just quickly, and then move on to your third award. But, yeah. Let's say it only, let's say his rent is 50%. Your third one is your dancing championship. Oh, yes. That was awesome. Okay. So, hold on. Such a winner. Winning. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's say it's eight grand a month. Let's say you need to make 15,000 a month to, like, pay everybody, including yourself. That sounds horrible. What is the markup on weed? I mean, weed, you can't you, even. I mean, you, how much are you paying for? An, if an eighth costs four, let's say an eighth costs 50, just to be conservative. Who pays for weed? I mean, that's my but question. You, you buy thing. weed from the state or whoever it is at 25 bucks. You just grow your own how fucking you weed. Making? You grow how much are you making? four plants. Let's say you're making 50%, which is huge. That would be, that's like better. Yeah. You know, that's like restaurants are higher, but that doesn't include labor and shit. There's no labor. Labor is just a third, you know, a $13 an hour person. So you need to sell to pay that rent $30,000 a month in weed in in, thir- in jars this big. And by the way, I'm making a, the size of my hand is like the size of half I say the microphone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like four inches, like pretty you know, wide Standard, around. Standard, yeah. yeah. It'll get you the job Safe done. Can. So, He's got a baby. So uh, Exactly. <laughs> So what with your sister? Yes. So, so, God bless her. So, I bet y'all have a great time. So what? Um, back anything, off that mic anything a with bit. that? Back I'll talk the, about the dancing back trophy. Off the mic a little bit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. there you go. Okay. Yeah. So now that I've done the math there. Yeah. 30, yeah. That's too much weed. That's that's yeah. That's a thousand eighths. Nobody cares about that much weed. That's 500. That's 250 ounces of weed a month out of a retail shop. That's too much Sounds weed. shitty when you can grow that by yourself in six months. Ugh. Anybody in Oregon can grow enough weed to last them three or five years, dude. Think about how high the. I don't even 20... smoke that much weed at all. It's just like I smoke it every once in a while, but it's like. You can I got buy I got weed. the weed from three years ago. I grew That's the first. I mean, fuck. What, exactly. I got too much weed. If dude. you go into a store and buy weed, you've got it for six months. You're not. People no one's are going growing weed, the weed yeah. any faster than that. People are growing weed just CBD plants now. Like I don't even care about anything else. Just some CBD to help my arthritis. 
It was, more, back it was sort of more fun when weed was just illegal. Man. I liked it so much better then. It was such a exactly. stupid decision to make it. Oregon has always had legal weed. It's it doesn't matter. Baby boomers doing edibles and flipping out. You know our buddy. Subway uh, stations. You know our buddy uh, down there in Oakland, right? Our friend down there. Yep. Six pounds of weed, mushrooms. He got arrested. Ugh. I bailed him out. He didn't do a single fucking day in Oregon before it was legal. Wow. You know what I mean? I remember when that happened. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, so the third award. Dancing. You came to a party that we described. That's where I kind of went into my dark place on the podcast. If you guys are enjoying this and you're still listening, hour nine of John and I podcasting. <laughs> yes. There's a podcast from, I don't know, a month ago or so. It, it, Functional Alcoholic is the title. And I talk at length about going to this party with John. And unbeknownst to him, I was like sort of in the midst of, you know, just a down cycle. But the reality is we went to this party and it was an 80s prom. Yes, it was very and fun. John and Heather, his wife, had the, by Beautiful. far the best outfits. And Heather was the stylist for everyone. It's like yes. she was the actor director. Beautiful. Put us all up for an Oscar, and you won the dancing competition. Yeah, it kind of surprised me because I so weird. Let's can we let's dig in honestly. About I didn't what want happened it. I'm that. bummed. I won it. I I'm literally I, that night. I, I like as soon as I got, I was like, I don't want this. I don't want this, man. What did it's the trophy fair. look like? First of all, let's get through that. It what says, was the hardware? It's funny because um, like what does it say? It says uh, dance champion, or what does it say? USA Dance, but it looks like. Something else. It looks like a, the way it's spelled, like, it looks weird. I don't know. But yeah, USA Dance National Champion. Nice. Is it like, do you think they vintage at a like Goodwill or they like remade it like hipsters? <laughs> they pay like 150 very bucks weird. for it. Yeah, it's a very All right. Weird, so you took the hardware yeah. home. There yeah. was, a, we were in this warehouse party and it was an office party. <laughs> yes. And we were like just trying to be like, whoa, we don't know anyone yeah. here and we're going to keep it that way. Totally. And, uh, when there was a dance circle called, which was very on brand for the party, which was like an 80s prom because dance circles are so awkward. Don't do it. Whether you're in eighth grade <laughs> yeah. or when Don't you're fucking them. 80. It's not, it's not worth it. They're so weird. Don't yeah. do a dance circle. No one call a dance circle ever again. <laughs> Please. People like to dance with each other. Don't circle out and then everyone's like standing dancing and nobody yeah. can do that. And then weird. everyone's like, should I go in? Should I not go in? Like, I'm not going to. And if I do, I'm going to look like a douche here. I go i look awful yeah i gotta get out of here fuck drinks help though yeah but still like dance circle ruins the vibe like nobody like gets a blowjob in a dance circle <laughs> no. okay too much dancing so anyways the point is this john dance circle formed did you get called out or did you yeah. go out or like oh and what was the song uh whitney it houston was, it was not whitney if it Madonna? Like, if you hold on a second, it was actually like a very early 80s, maybe like almost 79, 80. It was the, uh, it's like Super Freak or some stuff. Yeah. It was, a, it was a disco song. It wasn't yeah, it was. Really like, it was. It was. It was like, a disco song. God bless that guy who was doing his thing that night, but like. It was so weird. We could do a better 80s. I'm from, I don't know. You know, my wife, like dude, we, you would not even believe. We would have talked wife. too much. We would have never it's, put We talk about it constantly. On. No, my wife and I talk. We wouldn't have those records. We'd have a CD player set and right. skip every time. I'm busting a move. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, the record player was yeah. hopping while people yeah. were dancing. Yeah. All right, so you kind of like. That I helped me. Say, that you, actually helped me because I have the song in my head. And then when it skips. It doesn't blow my beat because I'm a musician. I play a lot of music. So you were like, you made people made you think you like did an acapella part with your dancing almost, and then like came back in the perfect time. Kinetic acapella is what it was. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. That might be my new dance group. So thank you. So kinetic acapella. But I have to say, like, I know you're an incredible dancer, and I'm not going to. It's away weird from though. You, I'm not. I suck. I fucking dance suck at even, dancing. Even if you're good or so, sort I of suck, good. dude. You didn't even dance as well as you could have in that dancing session. I would have actually. And again, I did not want the trophy. I had no idea it was coming my way. I wanted, um, as I look back on it, the only thing I would really want is to have the entire night again with you and Heather and Anna. God. And 
and eight we ball work out and a bunch of cigarettes. <laughs> we work out a group routine and yes. really go out because who gets called out at a dance? I'm 43 years old, dude. But if they're like, "Hey, man, you gotta go dance." Yeah, I was wearing did some. Your, pretty, did Anna call you out? Was she, she like? She did. She like did the fish thing. With That's you. right, and I did oh, the trout. God, she's yeah. She's such a sucker for cheese yeah. like that. Like. But, she did a great job. She did. I thought she should have won it. I, I think, know. It was and that's weird. The thing. That's why yeah, I felt that, bad. It's yeah, like it was weird. she did a better job than I did. Yeah. People just like my outfit. That's all it was. It was the outfit. And I did that whole like cowboy humping thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? A cowboy humping thing yeah. is what I did, basically. Maybe no other men danced or like that guy came after me. He was pretty fresh. Was I thought he, he hetero or No. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, John. maybe they like, Johnny, didn't want to be Johnny. Like, unfair not, yeah. to non-heteros. Like, not, they didn't no. want to. It's like a reverse racism thing, thing it, now. They're like, no. we can't just give the gay guy from work the dance trophy, too. Like, he gets everything I, else. Maybe. I mean, it was, I, I believe it was give probably. Give it to that straight guy in the Santa nobody, Fe jacket. Yeah. The jean jacket with the fringe. Yeah, fringe. Nobody knows. Leather fringe. Nobody knows, uh, you know, like what people are looking for in a dance competition. Somebody calls you out and you just go for it. You know, you just let like, yeah, it's weird. You know, right. being a musician, I think no, I have good timing. Great. I'll do just like great. a bunch of crazy you stuff. You don't need to defend yourself. It was just like, <laughs> it's you, weird. You dance exactly how you feel about your dancing now, which is like, okay, fuck sure. I'll do it. And then you're like, <laughs> you, you kept the beat. And then you like you right. made it happen. You were like, right. "All right, guys, like here I am in your yeah. dancing circle. I don't know any of you." I didn't know it was a competition even while I was doing jean it. Fluorescent jacket with fringe, <laughs> and then you let after, exited stage, and then they like brought you back with the award. It was that very was awkward. weird. And then they wanted me to actually dance with the girl. Oh right, and you said no. I said no. I've got a date. Thank you, my yeah. wife. You know what I mean? I can't. I'm not. No way, dude. Would I ever? Well, you know, I love my wife. That's so funny. Your yeah. dad taught you that. He well, did. My dad is too big of a scumbag to teach me that. <laughs> I would have totally. I would have grinded that da- girl. <laughs> I think it's ground. You would have ground yeah, on that ground, ground, <laughs> ground and pound, as they say. Yeah, I would have gotten that? thrown out of that place. Yeah. Oh, dude. No. So uh, anyway, no. I I told him, man, I've got a date. I'm a little tired. Thanks. I gave her everything I could. I know I did dance hard. Um, I danced hard. I just don't know, like, <laughs> you know what that means exactly. Yeah, it, was I, I, it was good. The best part too is we don't weird. have video of it. So many people out there are like, "I've got this video and I'm going to show you," and it's like, I don't fucking care. It's yeah, that is cool. The story we just told is cooler than your. Video. Oh man, that was a weird. Uh, yeah. All right, that was a good bit. Thank you. Thank you for uh, reviewing my awards I've won in the last couple of years. <laughs> all righty folks quick halftime break listen to our voicemail check in make a couple of show announcements First of all, happy Mustache March, something I said in the opening. Just so everyone knows, there's this Movember raise money for cancer thing. I am completely against it. Having said that, for the last, I don't know, 13 years, I've grown a huge beard at the end of January through February into the first day of March. And then, you know, right around March 1st, carved a fantastic, bushy sort of beyond hipster mustache, sort of like Sam Elliott, cowboy, this man will take your money in a 2018 kind of way, mustache. And that's what I'm wearing right now. And so just another example of something my friends and I used to do every year on our old website, wishwewerentfriends.com. If you want to ruin some people's lives, dig that up off the internet. Hey, Russia. Why don't you do something useful with your time? Look up that internet site. Make sure I can never get elected into public office. Wish we weren't friends.com. Now defunct. Great site. Um, the original anti-Facebook. Anyways, we would all post our mustache marriage pictures and make sort of like homoerotic comments to one another. Now that's all gone. Everyone 
is you know party to some sort of real job or or marriage that they're embarrassed to have hair lip for i i don't really know but you know once again people say tradition should change or we should make new traditions well that's one tradition that should have kept on for the rest of our lives if we can't stick to our guns about some things then what's it all worth Song you're hearing now is Drone Hunter, Pitchfork Revolution, John Lucy's band that also forms the theme music at the beginning and end of every show. So thanks to the Pitchfork Revolution, as always, for their interesting music. Check them out, pitchforkrevolution.com. Let's check the voicemail. You have one new message. Eleven saved messages. Main menu. To listen to your messages, press one. To send a message, press two. To change your... First voice message sent Thursday, February 15th. Please call Windows Security Department as soon as possible on toll-free 1877-203-3850. Otherwise, your Microsoft Windows services will be stopped. Come on. And you Come on, guys. We got to do better than this. Please call her. Honestly, is this an Windows insult? Security Department to renew your life. Got a goddamn podcast here. One eight seven seven two zero three three. End of message. To erase message erased. First saved voice message sent yesterday at eleven twenty seven a.m. Hello, this is your aunt Polly calling, and I'm a secretive listener of Landmind. Your mother says I'm not supposed to listen. It's not for my age group. But I must tell you that I think that you and Anne are extremely talented. Alex, especially you, are just, I don't even know how you think on your feet so quickly. But um, I think I have a few suggestions. One is you need to put a warning on Landline Podcast so that if you're driving and listening to Landline and you start to laugh, it could be very dangerous to be listening and laughing at the same time because I couldn't see when you started to describe <laughs> um, on I, Tanya episode the hairdo that could have gone through the car wash and then gotten guillotined. I mean, and then Sarah and I listened to it again and we just could not stop laughing. I don't know. Your imagination is quite something. Um, the other thing is this is um, should not be... Um, put on landline um, and what else nothing just that I've turned some people on to landline I don't know what they're going to think because some of them are my age but I just love it so carry on goodbye end of message to erase this message press 7 to save it press 9 message saved Remember, 503-894-8480. More on the landline at the end of the show. Listen all the way to the last second. Okay, back to part two of part two with John, my brother-in-law, the constitutionalist enigma, pretty faded. Yeah, it's all that? About no, that's California. Jackson Brown. Yeah, that song yeah. sucks. Well, he's an eagle. Jackson Brown's an eagle. Was he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Of course. <laughs> I didn't know that. We <laughs> had one of those records. Okay, um... I think we need to just touch base on, and by touch base, I mean do a half an hour of rambling <laughs> on the internet. So just let's do a couple. We're going to do uh, a couple of hot pot questions here. Okay. Like you pretend you're in a Korean hot pot. Where is hot pot? Is hot pot Korean? I'd take a Korean hot pot anytime. Yeah, it's like a bunch of hot oil. Love that. And you're like cooking meats in it. I yeah. don't know if it's, yeah, shabu shabu. It is Korean. Okay. I don't speak it. So I didn't look that up, you guys. I just searched my brain and found out that I knew. Wow. I'm glad you were able to uh, disconnect from the uh, other way to find it out. Yeah. Um, there's a great, I saw this great, uh, well, we're not going to get into that. So, John, you, you do, are you on Facebook? No. Are you on Twitter? No. Are you on Instagram? Dude, stop. I'm not on any of that shit. Okay, well, you... But uh, hold on. Let's go another layer. Okay. Do you have, like, a Pandora account? No. Hmm. I know... Do you have a Gmail account? No. Who hosts your work email? 
that's not your business, but I have a private <laughs> situation going on. Okay, you do. You've had to sign up for some things in order to get some services. Clue us in on what it is, because if you're a baseline of technological I'm, I'm interaction, we want to know about it. Yeah, I'm not that. I well, you had to, to make an Apple ID to sign into your Mac. We I know don't that much. have a Mac. I don't have a. Uh, I don't have anything that requires me to sign into anything except my personal thing that I have going on, which has nothing to do with. Like this other day, this guy's like, "Oh man, I can't get your emails for two weeks. I'm sending him emails. Like, what the? F- uh, yes, yeah. is great. Keep yeah, going. I'm saying he's going. What's going on? What's going on? I said, man, maybe you should give up your Hotmail account. Seriously, fucking give up your Hotmail account. You got a Hotmail account. <laughs> You can't get my emails. You owe me like $1,000. Give me my fucking money. Don't quit saying that you're not getting my emails, dude. He has a Hotmail account. A Hotmail account. <laughs> I literally texted him. I do have texting on my phone. You uh, think that Gmail would have bought Hotmail right now in like a merger and they, it acquisition? They became it, actually. Okay. And yeah, so you- Gmail became, Hotmail became Gmail. It's all Google-based Oh, shit. gotcha. Yeah. They did. Okay. It was like in the 90s. Those guys... Uh, account is douchey and it's at hotmail.com douchey at hotmail you should email him (laughs) and tell him you tell him to pay up it was me a thousand dollars guy was trying to fucking tell me i i literally had to text him from my phone like dude it's time to get up the hotmail account are you kidding me so i know that much about the internet like you don't have a hotmail account but you do so you do do a fair amount on the computer but you were saying earlier we did a little pre pre uh show meeting and you said we could talk about the we could talk about how basically like the future is going to suck. Oh, it's fucked. All our kids. So like you, yeah. what's interesting about you is you have a, you're, you're a land surveyor, but you have yes. sort of an engineering brain in a way. They're both but you, related. Also, you have a humanities brain on top of that. Yes, sir. So you like get how computers work, but you hate them. So you don't use them. I which use is them an a interest- lot. I hate you to use say. Compu- okay. You don't use like the bells and whistles of the newfound internet system. So the, the so, social, thing, so you yeah, understand drones, you understand yes, like sex robots more than most people. Not <laughs> yeah, through use, uh, I know but you, really well. You probably get how they, things like, well, you like inside and out as they'd do say, you know what countries that they're going to be used in? Like, do you know, the I know cultures? in Great Britain right now, they're, uh, they've got Scotland. Portugal, uh, Spain. I'm sure the Bunny Ranch will have them soon enough. You know what I mean? And there's an interesting uh, idea that perhaps people aren't able to interface with humans anymore, which I'm really uh, sad about because there will never be anything to replace the skin of a woman. There's no way to replace that. It's just something that God created for us, I'd say. You know what I mean? Or just like the excitement of someone else wanting to fuck you. I mean, that's really I don't want to be me. fucked, dude. That sounds horrible. Yeah, but. <laughs> no, but that sounds fucking horrible. I the do idea, the fucking. I mean, you know how someone mean? would rather have a sex robot who's like, isn't like a game of cat and mouse. It's just that's, beyond me. There's no reason. Yeah, I'm with you on that. There's no reason. If there's not a. Uh, Seeking and hunting. If you're not hunting, it's it, there's no reason to do it at all. Exactly. There's no reason to do it at all. If I were to, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, they've just taken basically masturbation and gone to another, you know, level of uh, sometime in the very near future, as I would say, there's going to be something that's just like stuck in your back and it's a complete orgasm for your entire life. I mean, you don't even have to like. Jack, your there won't be any more drinking, anymore. dude. They're gonna cure drinking, they're gonna cure weed, cocaine, heroin, fentanyl. They're gonna cure everything with a computer interface in your head. It's not far off three years. I, I'll put a hundred grand on that, dude. Hundred Are, grand on the fact that in three years you can get off on whatever you want. So you're just born by this, plugging your brain. You were a born computer. in the '70s, yes. and you grew up in the '80s, yes. And so you were like pretty full landline. Like, did you have a landline at boarding school, like a phone that you guys shared on your floor? We did. We had a payphone, and uh, I would have to front my bills to my parents, mm. and I didn't. You know, I'd call it girls at other boarding schools, and it's very rare that they'd be, like, in the floor. You know what I mean? I think they maybe have set up some time at the schools when everyone's like, okay, from 740 
to eight o'clock. We'll have like just everybody at every boys and girls school will be able to have 20 minutes. God, that's so awesome. You know what I mean, to like be able to call each other. I, I wish I, someone would give me 20 minutes to call a girls boarding school oh, every man. night. I'd be, all, I'd be all over that. <laughs> it was cool, but you had to wait in line, right? So maybe you get like four or five minutes, four or five minutes. God, you talk to your girlfriend. Like the, I, you I didn't have, have any girlfriends. You had to, yeah, but you had to like get, what did, did you call anybody? Who would you call? I mean, like I, even so you my had to like dealer, get your, <laughs> I guess who? You know, my dealer. Nice. I think. Nice. You know what I mean, it's like, dude, get over here. I got four yeah. minutes. <laughs> I have four minutes. What <laughs> but, the fuck? I'm an hour and a half away from you, but you got to drive out here. And then just, when they showed up, it was always a problem because they're like, oh, we got this fucking dreadlock kid at the front gate. I'm like, oh, man. He, he, I left some uh, books at his house. He was studying them, and now he's uh, dropping off. That actually happened to me. It's a real. So that story. was a real per- command performance on the part of all of those children you know, adolescents in the boarding schools to like make it count or fail and feel. It how was bad very it weird. Was. I honestly have to tell you, I believe that in this, I had a class of 90 guys in the class I was in at school in boarding school. We were all, it was all male school out in the woods, you know? And I believe that I was the only person really trying to work hard to make female, attractions i've always loved you know the ladies obviously but i mean it's like i can't think of anybody else who was like i gotta get the phone and call my like some girl at some girl's boarding school she might be the uh daughter of the ambassador to nicaragua or whatever you know i mean senator from tennessee yeah i mean it was like a you know you know if the trump girl had been there then you know it'd be the same thing it's like I went to school with people who were interesting from interesting backgrounds. I fully appreciated it. Please don't ever think that I didn't appreciate what I was allowed to to do, but it was an interesting time to leave your family at 13 or 14 years old is a really cool um, experience. And I know not everybody gets to do that, but to literally be like, we're going to feed you and we're going to, you're going to have a place to live but it's not with us and you can go and be yourself. It's a very, uh, it was an interesting thing. I'm, I'm sorry to digress again. Not, but, yeah, I don't know if you digress. You have to digress at the end of a long rant and that okay. way it's a stop. <laughs> I, I so maybe I, 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 mean, maybe I just cut myself short. In, no, we should check in on what digress means. Cause uh, you keep saying like, sorry for digressing. And it's like, we, we all wish you would digress. Yeah. A little well, bit maybe you think about, uh, Holden Caulfield, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. And everyone would shout digression, digression when those guys are getting off topic. God, I don't remember. How do you remember books like that? But that's not the question I want to sure. answer. Sure, I'll go on that. I want to get back to like the sex robots. So we're like oh, going shit. through. So you and then you like go out west and all that stuff. We don't want to hear a so, whole story. Yeah, I mean, but I was, it's just like, how do you feel right now about the use of technology in our I'm world? I'm very scared for both Homer and John. And and. Do you, I mean, you, again, you got it all similar to me. Maybe I I get in more of a social sense and you get in more of like a technical sense, but like every single new technological advancement that comes out, I read about in the paper or online. Sure. I understand that it's there. No one ever says to me, like, have you, like, I know what, like, you know, blockchain does. And like, I like, you know, I, I get, I don't know what it does. Like I could sell it, but I'm I'm aware of all the stuff going on in the world because that's the kind of person I am similar to you. Yeah. But yet I hate all of it. I hate all the technology. And, you know, now there's like Amazon workers are going to get bracelets that say whether or not they're like hanging out too long on breaks or like standing around and not being productive. Have those people then at that point, I mean, you're Amazon just buy machines and do it. That's what I'm saying, man. Well, they're like, they're like trying to bridge the gap. Right. And like Uber is trying to invent like robot cars. And it turns out all the Ubers in the cities are clogging up the cities, making them so congested, making a beautiful city like Portland feel like it's got way more people in it than it does because like poor working class people from the suburbs are driving a phony cab without, you know, taxes or man, I'm going to tell you the truth. It's like, what, where are we going with all this stuff? Like when is it, when is the reckoning with this stuff? Well, could, could there possibly be a short circuiting of this horrible technological environment, which has only been around for 15 years and yet seems like it's forever for the next 
three millennia. I'll tell you that anybody who's driving Uber right now, anybody who's working in a warehouse right now, anybody who's doing any kind of stock trading right now, anybody who is pretty much involved in anything right now is not going to have a job in three or four years. You know I, I mean? disagree with you, but I think that it's an interesting point you're making. I'm so saying, why would there be an Uber in five years when there's a machine that'll drive around? It comes back to machines, and people say, "Oh, John Lucy, you don't, you're a libertarian. You don't think about machines." I do think about machines because I run a business by myself with a robot. That's all I do. It's me and my robot all day long, every day. We go out. I'm a land surveyor. My instruments that I use replace somebody else who would stand there and turn angles, shoot distances, and I'd have to talk to you all day. Instead, I put in my iPod, I listen to the Landline podcast, and uh, just chill out in the woods by myself. I mean, that's what it is, dude. So Robots have replaced possible, five people in my company. But is it possible that because of reasons we can't yet foresee, the celebration of the robot replacement will not happen as scheduled and that the automatic cars will not happen as scheduled, whether it is a nuclear incident or a large war or a loss of resources or some sort of crashing in the markets. Or if people decide they just, is it possible that people decide that they just don't want this stuff? Why is it so crazy that everyone put down not subscribe to the Alexa and then the new Amazon device that like shows you who's at your door. So now Amazon is selling an Alexa style device that is sitting there that will then show you the camera of who's delivering. And the commercial I've seen makes you just think like Amazon is the only thing in your life anymore. It's just all you do all day is surf on Amazon, order something, buy it on your Amazon credit card, have it delivered. And then have your Amazon photo universe show you who's delivering. I don't know if you've ever read Ray Bradbury's book. I think it's called A Gentle Rain Will Fall. Um, no, I believe no. that's the name of it. It's part of the Martian Chronicles. It's only maybe 15 pages. I read that when I was 14 years old, my first uh, semester in boarding school that we spoke about earlier. And... Uh, I believe it's called A Gentle Rain Will Fall. I could be wrong. It's Ray Bradbury. If you, Yeah, Fahrenheit 451 is his famous yeah. book, right? And there's another yeah. great book. I mean, he's He wrote The Martian Chronicles. Okay. So if you – but, man, this is maybe, maybe 14 or 15 pages long. But I read that book when I was very young in puberty, you know, and it changed my life forever because it is exactly what we're doing now. But it's a story of uh, the buildings, the machines going after the humans are gone. They've been destroyed, you know. And it f put a fear in me that you never take out of me. Why are all these dweebs inventing that now? Why are men in Silicon Valley making that happen? I don't think that it's like water falling downhill like gravity. I think people are setting out to make that robot world or some bastardization of what you're describing happen? I'd say there's a couple of reasons why people would do that. Maybe three, okay? Number one is vaginas. Yep. I... Number two is cocaine. Number three, I would say, is a Ferrari and a big... Maybe four is a big-ass house. But if you got a Ferrari, who cares where you live? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, these guys are a bunch of fucking dweebs, like you said, and they need to get laid. It's all about pussy. Everything is down to that. You know what I mean? It's just like, I want to have vagina in my life. I don't want to just be some dude who doesn't have vagina in his life. It's important. People talk like me too. It's like, these guys are the ultimate me too's because they're like, me too. I want to get laid. Me too. I want to get laid. You know, it's just like these fucking dipshits. He would never be able to do anything. It's incredible. It's human so, nature, dude. So it all comes down to People right now are sitting in their car, cleaning their dishes, listening to this, and yeah. like sort of rolling their eyes at us. The yeah. fact of the matter is 
The Vanity Fair last month had a gigantic article about that. There was just another article. Missed it. Exactly. I know you did. That's the funny thing. (laughs) It's not like you're reading up on all these different articles. There was a huge, huge. A woman just wrote a book about working in Silicon Valley as a late 20-somethings woman and how there are now all of these like drug-fueled sex parties full of dweebs who don't know how to do anything in bed that have made shitloads of money in Silicon Valley and that there's this weird dynamic between men and women working in the technology industry as a, as a, you know, part of it. And everyone's doing Molly there and there's like cuddle circles and there's like different parts of the house. And it's this weird dweebo fantasy world that you just came up with in your head flippantly hanging out by the fire. And it's completely true. That is happening right it's now. It's human nature. And all this is what I fucking hate about Democrats. Oh, they are the worst at thinking that this stuff is happening. They think that that is some like fake news bullshit made up on like the New York Post dot com. That is happening. These are the people, if you are a 63-year-old baby boomer grandmother on Facebook <laughs> who voted for Hillary Clinton, the reason you got elected is because he, she, he got elected. It's because you're not paying attention to this shit. You don't believe that kids who went to Stanford could be ruining the world. It's all people with guns living in Oklahoma. Like, that's not what's going on. You're laughing because you think it's is it funny? Is it true? Man, I, I I I don't think that the people in Oklahoma are the people to fear with their guns. They're just hanging out. They're protecting themselves. They're not trying to overtake things. But I'll tell you what, man, like people who own these big internet companies that everyone's so infatuated with, those are the people who have real power. Nowadays, some dude in Oklahoma with, a, like, say he has 50 guns in a safe. Cool. How many do I have? I don't know, 18? I don't know. I, I don't even know. I'm just saying it's like, don't worry about me, dude. Don't worry about the guy in Oklahoma. Worry about the guy who's uh, talking to your kids on the fucking internet. The internet, man, like, fuck that shit. I'm not into it. I understand there's a use for it. It's cool as a scientist. I like to be able to say, oh, man, how old is this cave? What were these people doing here? You know, maybe I could try and piece things together. What was can I? But you can't find the truth is the honest is the honesty of the Internet. The Internet, you don't even know. You're like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I heard about Poe. Who was that? And they're like, Joe Poe. He was the some dude down the fucking street. It's like, no, I was like Edgar Allan Poe. You know about that guy? He was cool. He did a bunch of stuff too. It's like, no, but there's 8,000 results for uh, Mo Poe and Joe Poe. And <laughs> Mo Poe. Po. <laughs> you know Have you heard Man, of Pete Holmes, the comedian? No. <laughs> okay. He had a great bit about how before the internet, before iPhones in your pocket, you would, you'd wake up. And on a Sunday morning, you'd be like, I wonder where Tom Petty's from. And you wouldn't know yeah. for like six years. Yeah, and he'd he'd you, I mean, he really unloads the joke with all these yeah. funny things. But the end is until you saw this cute girl with a Tom Petty shirt on and you ran up to her and you're like, where is Tom Petty even from? And she told you Florida and she became your wife. That's like uh, and, some and, leg spreading at that point. And so it's just it is That's a, a good call. It, it's amazing how much like angst and like excitement around finding things out has been pushed away but the it's very 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 early in this whole yeah so there must be a boomerang is it is it weird there won't be see that's see that's the weird that's what you want to hang on to with the landline if i'm gonna sit here and and listen to you talk to me about martian 53 or whatever the fuck that ray badigan i don't know what that was and and you know how like everyone's gonna have sex robots and you know Ubers Was I are saying that? Sex robot sex in the back of a robot yeah, Uber yeah, in three yeah. years or whatever it is. You have to believe in the fact that you don't know how people are going to react and that this is becoming a discussion. I mean, this is last week's Sunday New York Times. I have a pile of them right here. I see that. Just it's an entire – it's an article called The Tyranny of Convenience. All the personal tasks in our lives are being made easier, but at what cost? 
by a law professor at Columbia named Tim Wu. That's W-U Wu. So I, I, I look, I know that we can like piss away that and it's actually not that well written and he doesn't. Get I'm the, not worried about that. But but no, but I mean, it, it's all about how Facebook and all this stuff and Amazon make your life more convenient and you're not struggling. and You don't get to like get the payoff of actually succeeding anymore. And it's all you okay. will. It's a, don't worry. You will. And everybody who goes out there and does their thing and does it well will always succeed. You just have to be careful that you don't fall into a trap, you know? I mean, that's what it is. I don't even know what people are doing online. I know friends of mine who are uh, dating online and stuff. It's a weird situation. Like but Tindering? I'm not going to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, no one's gonna listen, or yeah, no one, yeah, no one yeah, who yeah, listens yeah, is yeah. gonna know the person. That's yeah, listening I'm just saying. I mean, maybe somebody tinders. Maybe okay, some so, of my friends so Tinder. Tinder is not dating online. It's like a fuck app. It's something I invented in ninth grade. I said I wish we could go to a party and have a red and a green light imprinted on our forehead. And when you looked at a girl from across the room, it would either say red or green, so you wouldn't have to waste your time. That is an interesting. Uh idea right that's there. what that's tinder actually is could be, actually that could be better than tinder <laughs> fuck tinder dude let's make some money yo i mean come on and also <laughs> it'd be nice to like be able to watch everyone's lights go red next dude, to you and be able to like that's make my fun life of them. and that's the future i mean they'd be like you're not an influencer you know you don't get it done dude you're not a digital so john when you go to like a your child is becoming six ish let's say five ish five ish yeah and a week, couple of weeks. Are if coming you're out on there. the, I mean, I'm going to be in your place in not too long, where I have to go stand on the soccer sideline, supposedly like the proverbial soccer sideline. If you, <laughs> if you are talking about like robots and like anti-tech, and they're like join the Facebook. I'm not group. anti-tech. Is the thing, man. That is the whole thing. It's just like people have to use it properly. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, that's good. Yeah, Interrupting yeah. But is I mean, good. I'm not anti-tech. I'm just saying, man. Uh, these people are not beholden to you in any way at all, right? There's no constitution. Again, being a libertarian, you're making a contract with somebody. I'm going to use your service. You're going to respect my service with you, right? We're going to work together. So if you make a contract with a private entity, that's what you do. But please don't expect them to respect a constitutional right. Because they have no reason to do that at all. If you enter a contract that you don't understand or you enter a contract that maybe you didn't read the 12,000 pages of bylaws on it, that's a contract that you've entered into as a private citizen with another private citizen. And I believe corporations, a lot of people might have a problem with this. I believe a lot of people, uh, I believe a corporation is, um, has as much value as a person because I have corporations my wife does. You know, you will someday yeah, protect had yourself. Had yeah, multiple right. failed yeah, you corporations. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. I've pissed them away. That's the thing. But it's better to piss them away than to be fucking held personally liable, liable for them. You know what I mean? If you can do that, that's just yeah. an educated thing to do in this world. So if somebody says, hey, man, I'm Apple. I don't know if you have an Apple thing, but you look at that. It's like, man, I can never get through this. I need like a team of lawyers. No lawyers are going to sign up for that because they you can't afford them. I can't afford them. But yeah. so so I mean the the whether or not you believe in this I would find your um just commentary on my line of thinking interesting which is I think the only solution that reaches a end that I'm in favor of is one where people change their behavior and there is so few examples in my 34 year old life of people's behavior changing in any it, actually, no, that's that's completely incorrect. The The problem is the behavior change, but I don't see them going back. I, I don't see people adjusting their behavior back from the precipice. And I've said this on Landline a lot, but you know what? I realized listening to all the other shitty podcasts and radio shows out there that people are obsessed with that they listen to more than mine. And remember, I'm trying to beat Rick Steves. Oh, fuck that guy. With the po- I can't like, even speak properly. Come on. Rick Steves is amazing. I Fuck love him. him. Why would you say that? You're in competition. I, yeah, I love Rick Steves. Fuck though. that guy. So Rick uh, Steves, show up, bitch, anytime. 503-894-8480. Um, but the, the point for me is that, uh, okay, I want to say something that I've said before on the podcast. Fuck. Shouldn't have done the Rick Steves bit. 
Fuck that bitch. Um. Oh, <laughs> here we go. You can edit it out. No, let's keep it in. This is the best <laughs> part. Our listeners love it. Um, how is such a high percentage of the population using smartphones? And don't just say like, oh, Alex, oh, yeah, okay, good one. Yeah, what do you, oh, yeah, you don't use a smartphone too? No, I do use a smartphone. I would never say But there that. are like less people who have Netflix. There are less people who have televisions. There are less people. I bet there are less people with televisions than there are with smartphones. Homeless people have smartphones. Okay, there are less people who decided that they would register to vote. There are less people who like, subscribe to eating vegetables there are less people who there are less people who have had sex there are more virgins in this country than there are people without smartphones the exact thing you just ended on there is the truth in that it's masturbatory that's it dude why have a smartphone well there's two reasons I have a smartphone. I shouldn't just say it's just one reason. But the first one, for those who can afford to feed themselves, is it's just a masturbatory outlet. You know what I mean? You can get anything you want, anytime, right there. It's the same thing. You think about how many people in India have them. Think about how many people in Africa have them. These people can't afford to set up a television. There's no cable there. You know what I mean? There's no satellite in a lot of places in the world. But you can get a cellular signal anywhere they're putting up eleven thousand satellites to bring to beam broadband to the entire earth right now spacex is that's their plan eleven thousand satellites the entire world will be covered in broadband within three years dude at that point yeah have fun that's have fun like phones. looking at newyorkpost.com every 10 minutes on the toilet like i do that's right when like find poop, out what, what trump tweeted and fucking see you should so, not be on twitter if you're on I'm that, not i'm not yeah okay i would not but get it, on that that <laughs> i would not be like i use the i use the internet as little as possible and it's not because i have some big aversion to it. it's just that i just don't have much use for it you know what i mean it's like I don't get it, man. It hurts my spirit to go on to Drudge or to go on to CNN. It does just, makes you feel worse going back. It makes I you feel not, worse every time. You know, I'm, I'm. You're better than I am. No, it's not that. It's just I'm one of these people. Like I don't feel comfortable doing that. It's weird. It feels like a weird uh, perversion almost. You know, it's like, oh look. Here's the information from one minute. It's wrong. And here's another minute. And they're saying they're wrong. And here's the next minute. And I'm fucking wrong. So I don't know what these guys are doing because we're all wrong. Nobody. This is a bunch of really. Think about the people who report the, the news to you. What are their qualifications? Literally, big would big you, tits and some, a good tan, basically. I mean, those are people reporting it. But the people like <laughs> fucking putting it out. Who are they? Jared Kushner. Yeah, I mean that guy's a total dick. Is it fucking Howard Dean's fucking second in command? Hey, Korea? come on, Howard, Fuck Howard Dean. Dean. Come, ah! on. come on, ah! come on. Fuck that guy, man. Come on, Howard Dean's great. Yeah, Rand Paul's the man right now. Oh dude. my god, yeah. Howard Dean would spit on Ron Paul's shoes. Oh, okay, Rand Paul does operations too. Well, doctor. Um, I think what we're gonna do now is we're gonna play a little music for you guys. That sounds good. And uh, we'll just feel it out. Um, Improvisational any, any, any last, uh, you know, any parting shots for the other podcast um, guests? I say make a three or four hour deal, dude. I'm ready to go. No, we're come gonna, on. No, we got we got stop. Just Don't like, be such a bitch. Let's go. Come on. What you are you doing? Keep going. But where's Anna? All right. Well, we yeah. can keep. T- what well, else are we gonna do? We're just hanging out, right? I'll yeah, but I have to like listen to it and like edit okay. it before I put it on the internet. It's like such a wow. labor. I mean, this is it. Yeah, it's fine. We just I was just cut off a great piece of content at some place that was leaving people more. That's okay. why I did I, that. If you had done, you, know you wear the you wear the headphones for a while. No, no. there it's. Oh, okay. No, wear okay. them. You'll, you'll you'll feel like you're on the show. That sounds good. All right, this is landline. I've taken over for this episode while Mr. Alex goes to pee. I've uh, really enjoyed his puff pastries he made. Kind of an eclair Boston cream. Super yummy. Sitting here by the fire. He is my brother-in-law. And uh, we both live in Oregon now. So we're 
working it day by day, just like everybody else. Listen to the Pitchfork Revolution. That was a fun podcast. That All was right. cool. All right. Are we done now? I guess. I mean, we okay. could play music. Yeah, let's play music. Okay. Sounds good. Ishii, we love you. Hey, guys. One last announcement before we go. Thanks to John Lucy, my brother-in-law, the libertarian enigma, the constitutionalist enigma, for setting my sound up so nice for that pod. Kind of blew my mind by turning a knob that I had turned all the way to the right, all the way to the left on a five-knob device that I've owned for three years. So there's that. Last note, I'm approaching exactly right now. I have 4,488 listens to the podcast. I'm going to open it up for a little information sharing to the listeners. What does that mean? That means that there's probably 48 of you that have listened to 100 podcasts that I've produced. Which means we have great customer loyalty, an important part of any growing business. Let's keep the money and the business out of this, and let's just remember that we need this audience to grow. Rick Steves is sitting there at around 700 listens a pod. I'm sitting here at around 70. I wouldn't tell you that unless I thought that the strategy of sharing this information would yield better results. So I don't want you tweeting it. I don't want you sharing it on Facebook. I don't want you even texting a link to your friend. I think you got to get angry about technology in a social situation, embarrass yourself, and then leave landline podcasts on the brain. So that's your goal for this week. Make sure you do it. And if you're not willing to do that, what you can do is call the landline. I know that I have this extremely dedicated group of fans. Some of them I'm related to. Some of whom I know, some of whom I don't know. If you all get active on the landline, we can create a universe together of comedic messages, guests, disagreements, and we can create the sort of world other people will want to be in, and that will organically create the listenership that we're trying to drive. So please support me in this. My pledge to you is that I'll keep trying to make better podcasts happen. Every day that I podcast, I listen to it and I try to make mental notes of how I can do a better job the next time. Those changes will definitely be incremental, but I'm hard at work trying to get everything to sound as good as it does as the funniest part of every show, as the smartest part of every show, and as the part that my Aunt Polly so eloquently said made her close her eyes and cry because she was laughing so hard. So... Thanks for the support. Keep listening. Landline, back next Tuesday. We will see you next Tuesday on Landline. We're taking this show to the top, baby.